WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app. Absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom, presented by MajesticSEO.com. Every week, we explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom begins right now. Please welcome your host and moderator, Dixon Jones. Hi, this is Dixon Jones from Search Kingdom, and this is a very uh, special edition of Search Kingdom. I'm in New York at uh, Search Engine Strategies, and we're having a roundtable breakfast. So if there's noise in the background, there's children around, but I've got a, a pretty uh, impressive uh, uh, audience with me, or crowd with me. I've got Anne Kennedy, uh, Mel Carson, and Greg Jarbo. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about, well, we'll shoot the breeze, but really we're going to start by talking about Google's move towards personalization. And hopefully over the course of the next half hour, we're going to talk about what that means for the search industry, and really what that means outside of Google as well. Um, so guys, firstly, hi. Hi, Dixon. <laughs> Hello, Dixon. Dixon, what are you doing on this side of the pond? Ah, well, yeah. <laughs> I had to come over here because this is where all the great speakers are. So uh, Google's move towards personalization. Let's, let's kind of recap some of the things that have really started changing the, the search scene with Google's move towards personalization. Um, what do you think are the main things that, that Google have done that have changed our world in search? You mean our world as SEOs? Well, yes, they certainly our world as SEOs, but also uh, the individuals and the customers, the people that use Google. Well, starting with those of us who do this for a living and have for 10, 15 years, they're working hard to obliterate what we do. <laughs> um, it's also, on a personal level, it's very difficult for me when I'm searching uh, for research because everything gets personalized. And then they serve me ads, and it doesn't matter what I'm searching for, I get served ads for, like, SEO Moz and things like that. Um, I think for the customers, they can, they, it's, it's a really clever and, I suppose, desirable marketing idea, putting on my marketing hat, to say that people will um, appreciate it, if, or advertisers will appreciate it, if you can drill right in and, and um, target the audiences because you get a better conversion. Whether the customers like it, I'm not sure. Um, I think uh, uh, for some of the other properties, aside from Google, I've been hearing a lot of complaining about having ads served to them in their particular category. So, Greg, you started by, by nodding there, as uh, as Anne was saying, <laughs> trying to trying to obliterate the SEO industry. Is that is that a fair comment or a little extreme? Oh no, I think it's fair. Uh, fortunately, I have a hyphenated company. So we can always fall back on the PR part. Um, but, but yeah, as um, Google um, personalizes things more and more and more, you discover that the things that still work look suspiciously like public relations. And the things that used to work that don't quite work so well suspiciously look like SEO. 
So, um, you know, okay, fine. We just uh, sort of uh, shift on over to this other side here and um, play up the PR stuff. Well, I mean, you've always been a SEO PR kind of, the, the PR has been a big part of your, your world from, from the start. Um, what do you think, Mel? It's, uh, are, we, are we being harsh on, on Google here? No, I think their PR department, talking about PR needs uh, to, to do some work because there's no doubt that this is the direction that for marketing and for Google itself, this is the direction it needs to go into. But I'm not convinced they and other publishers are necessarily doing a great job of educating consumers. Um, you know, you, you can't necessarily see the feedback on personalized search results when people see an ad or they feel like they're being uh, followed around the internet uh, on a Google search page, but just, just go on to, uh, if, if you work in the industry, your Facebook page, if you're uh, uh, following certain ads, uh, you know, download the 10 best ways for Facebook marketing, blah, 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 blah. Those promoted posts, which, you know, are personalized because they're friends of friends um, on Facebook. You just have a look at the comments down there and your regular Joe in the street is complaining like a fury, calling it spam, you know, uh, I, I, I don't want these ads, get off my feed and all this kind of stuff. And I think that that is a potential indicator of maybe what people think uh, out there about um, the Google personalization. But I, I just think they need to do a better job of explaining how it benefits the end user. I think, to be fair, I mean, you can lay that claim against uh, Facebook, for example, as well, with that personalization. I mean, I don't think it's just Google. It's, uh, that was maybe the first iteration of, of personalization. But I think what's, what's being built up, from, from my point of view, uh, and what SEOs aren't seeing, they're still trying to analyze, you know, links and uh, anchor text and on-page, off-page kind of ideas. But actually what Google is doing is they're building a completely new index, which is based around your personal profile. So there's an index related to you. Uh, and and uh, queries that are related to you. And SEOs, I mean, if, if the Black Hats figured it out, they'd have a field day, because all you need is an iframe doing a, doing a Google search on some, some spurious comment on a page, and all of a sudden you're going to find yourself, uh, with, with next time you go to Google, with all these suggestions. You know, I, I think that if, if, uh, if Google, Google is quite happy for us to um, carry on with the old mantra, not thinking afresh, because our lack of, if the SEO industry doesn't think afresh and re understand how Google is doing stuff, then um, they'll take a lot longer to catch up. Yeah, but one of the challenges that they're going to have is uh, some of us have multiple devices, and so I'm not accessing the internet on the same old laptop all the time, and so which signals are you picking up? On, on the flip side, every now and then when we're on vacation, my wife borrows my laptop because she doesn't bring hers along. And for the next couple of weeks, I get all kinds of ads for, like, quilting and twall and, you know, stuff. Yeah, but they're getting much better and better at that. I mean, for example, when I was uh, last night, or before I left the Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong? I used to live there. But anyway, before I left London, I checked my hotel to find out what hotel I was in um, on my laptop. 
I landed in uh, in JFK. Uh, I switched on my mobile phone, and uh, even before I clicked on anything, there underneath my mobile results was directions to my hotel. Now that's you know uh, that's be- that's two completely separate devices, but it's click that I'm I'm logged in. So the logged in thing seems to be seems to be fixing that most of the time, and it's all about probability. So Google's then working out the probability that this this result is related to you, and uh, so so if after you've after you've ignored the quilts for a few days, it'll get back to saying, okay, Greg is probably not so interested in quilts as we think. But what about the, the, the Googles and the Microsofts of this world are actually moving to? I mean, personalization is personalized to you, but th- there's been this big thing about entity search. It's actually not keywords and pages related to each other, but things related to each other. And the personalization just kind of narrows that down to the individual level. But that's definitely the direction that they're going in. But also, I mean, Greg, I'm not that bothered that I get served up the wrong ad now and again. I've worked with product managers and I know this thing is an evolution and it will take a little time. <laughs> That's your Microsoft head talking. <laughs> well, it's, well, Google don't. What's the, the Google graveyard recently? So someone pub- yeah, yeah, RSS readers. I think there's another element, another um, aspect a way to look at this and this comes from a a comment I heard Dwayne Forster make last week at uh, Reykjavik um, that it cost Bing one penny every time somebody makes a search and if you multiply that over the vast quantity of searches that's a lot of money Um, and so are there English pennies? (laughs) I thought they were called peas now (laughs) but anyway they um so if, if I think about things like trying to uh, make the search easier on Google's behalf by discovering um, entities or networks of people or personalization that makes it easier, because I'm guessing that it probably costs Google you know, a similar amount for each transaction. And so I think that the whole idea of um, personalization is, and when we talked about us feeding Google, you know, what Google wants. Um, One of the other comments that Dwayne made is he said, I want, we want you to send us your XML site maps. We want you to do schema.org because then we don't have to do it. And I'm wondering if personalization isn't a part of of that. And I'm not geeky enough to understand how, but I'm wondering if that isn't all part of the same trend to make things... um, uh, a little bit easier to tackle these trillion web pages and build a new index. Okay, we've got to go for a break and we'll come back from a break and maybe we'll go into you know what's coming down the pipe a little bit. So we're going to take you to a break now. See you in a minute. We will return to Search Kingdom following these important announcements. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Search Kingdom, presented by Majestic SEO, returns only on webmasterradio.fm. Hi, Webmaster Radio fans. We're back at Search Kingdom. We're actually in a, in a public restaurant, public space today, so if there's some noise in the background, uh, my apologies, with Greg, Mel, and Anne. And uh, we were going to talk a little bit about what might be coming down the pipe with personalization. And I really wanted to gauge people's reactions to the idea of Google Glass. I don't know if you've, you've come across Google Glass, the idea that people are wearing glasses. And uh, from what I'm gathering, that's going to pretty much take a streaming photograph of your life every 15 seconds. And, you know, that would be that would be Eric Schmidt's ideal, um, and uh, and so you know you wanted to then uh, to use that. You've got a, a real personalised story um, working up. How do you feel about that? What's exciting about it, Greg? Well, I, I think it's going to Im- improve public safety. <laughs> Because I don't know if you've walked down any major street in any city these days, but everyone's like got their nose buried in their smartphone, and Lord knows what they're going to bump into. So if you can at least get their heads up and and looking out, you know, it's got to be helpful. (laughs) Okay, Ed? I think it looks like the Borg. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. I mean, do you think, um, Mel, I mean, you're pretty fashion conscious. Do you think uh, you're going to be wearing these glasses? Um, I, I, I think it might well be part and parcel of, you know, the, uh, the, the, the younger generation. I, I still can't cope with more than one channel of communication, maybe 1.5, but research. Martin Lindstrom, who wrote the book uh, Brand Child back in 2003, said that kids will be able to 
cope with, you know, three, four different channels. If you walk down the street, you'll see them, you know, with one iPod thing in their ear. They're on their mobile phone. They're having a conversation. They might be able to cope with that. Personally, for me, um, I, I rather just like to focus on the people uh, around me and the people that I'm with. But, uh, you know, I'm an old curmudgeon. Yeah, but something else that Lindstrom, I think it was Lindstrom also said, is that uh, what he wants is the daily me. And this was this was uh, 15 years ago, I remember a presentation by, I think it was Lindstrom, uh, where he said, I don't want, you know, uh, stories about, you know, this and that, and uh, etc. I want the daily me. And Google Glass and Google Now is the daily me. Uh, and you don't need to do, uh, to assimilate four different, uh, uh, different channels, because Google's bringing all those channels into one little eye patch. Greg, you're disagreeing furiously. Oh, yeah. It's it, Here's the scary notion. If I have to um, dictate ahead of time what information will get sorted and sent to me, I'm headed down a narrower and narrower path every day. I find that most of the new ideas that help me compete come from the periphery. They're off to the side. They're the thing I stumbled into when I wasn't quite looking in that direction. And so uh, it, it gets very dangerous. It's what I call the engineer's view of the universe, where everything is ones and zeros. Pardon me, I live in a very different universe where you've got to keep your peripheral vision open, and that's where new ideas come from. Yeah, but hasn't history always been like that? It was religion, and then it was television. Yeah, and now it's Google. So Google, God, you know, got it. I think we were debating that 10 years ago. I think there are significant privacy issues with the Google Glass, um, that, that it can be videoing everything, your conversations, your interactions, uh, and not so much for yourself, because you're videoing it, but for everybody you pass by or talk to. And I think that nor in the old days, like last year, when we'd video somebody, we'd need to get a release signed before we could do anything with it. So I'm a little uncomfortable with this um, in, in, in terms of security um, and uh, privacy. And then what happens to all this data? You know, it's if it's up in a cloud somewhere, there are security issues with that too because things can and have been not in the cloud so much, but have been hacked. Um, data can be manipulated. You know, once it's digitized, uh, there have been numerous uh, Michael Crichton books about where data, you know, video data gets manipulated. And so I'm I'm really concerned about having everything videoed all the time without people knowing they're being videoed. I think it's right, actually, that they're doing it and pushing the envelope. There's obviously debates around, as Anne says, uh, privacy. But I, as an ex-Microsoft guy, I never thought I'd say this, but you know, I'm glad that they're pushing the envelope because it puts the debate out there. Another person who's putting uh, a debate out there is Jaron Lanier, who wrote the book You Are Not a Gadget, and he's currently doing the rounds with his new book, Who Owns the Future? He's the father of virtual reality. Uh, and you know, you could look at Google Glass and see that as, as a kind of uh, extension of the work that he did back at the 80s. But he's getting so uh, worried about the direction that Google and Facebook are, are going in when it comes to personalization, because as Greg says, it actually starts stripping away your individuality and your creativity, and then you become so channeled and focused with basically the, the, the boxes that you've ticked when you've signed up to these channels and what they 
think is the right information and the right stuff to give you that you then stop seeing as greg says the kind of periphery stuff um that the, the stuff can, that can be the real impetus for you to be doing something really amazing and smart I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hear what you guys are saying there, but I think that uh, there's not a huge amount of difference between um, videos of what you're seeing uh, in Google Glass and YouTube videos, which are going up randomly at the rate of, well, faster than anybody can possibly look at them. Hours a minute. 72 hours of a video every minute. Every, every minute, yeah. So it's already going up there pretty quickly. So um, all... all that doesn't mean it's right. No, okay, that's true. But uh, there's there's every... Po- it, it, it depends on which search term. There's more than one search term, you know. <laughs> there's, there's questions certainly about uh, who owns that data. If it's coming out of your eyeball, which essentially it is, then, you know, who owns that data? Or is it is it ownable in any any way, shape, or form? It's interesting, uh, interesting questions. Okay, I've got to uh, go away for another break now. And when we come back, maybe we'll go through that privacy issue uh, a little bit further and see whether there's uh, whether there's some good that can come out of it so we're going to take a break we will return to search kingdom following these important announcements looking for a white label seo and social platform for your clients think ebrands free and unlimited seo audit reports ebrands premium facebook apps and welcome page creators ebrands Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? (laughs) You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. dominate. (laughs) Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Search Kingdom, presented by Majestic SEO, returns only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Okay, here we are back at uh, Search Kingdom for our final round, and uh, we're talking about uh, Google and personalization and where it's uh, where it's heading. Um, but what I really wanted to do in the last part is uh, talk about uh, the privacy issue a little bit more, possibly, and uh, how that's uh, how that's going to impact uh, government law and legislation. Um, but but also how it's going to affect is it affecting so far Google's brand, um, or is it uh, are we are we as a as a nation or as a world happily taking this on board i mean the chinese said no and kicked kick google out pretty much um so uh, all of a sudden google are protect oh, china seems to be protecting privacy more than uh, in america how do you feel about that then she may show you the dark side of privacy. Um, what, what China may want to be hiding are things in democratic societies we'd like to know. Um, so, yeah, it cuts both ways. But let's... let's, let's what was your first question? <laughs> Is it affecting Google's brand? Brand? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, look, Google shocked all of us people who thought we understood branding uh, way back when, when they started doing their first doodle. And so how many brands does Google have? Because sometimes it seems like they have a couple a week. And by the way, that's part of the entertainment is to go to the Google homepage and see what they've done to their logo today. And, and so I think one of the things that Google's introduced us to is the concept of the, bland, uh, the brand can be a little more tailored, a little more timely, and a little more malleable than the, I'm sorry, this is the industrial society. We stamp it out the same way every hour on the hour. I think it's very important to look outside the U.S. Um, as I think it was Ira Glass said, uh, uh, Ira Glasser from the ACLU said about 12 years ago, uh, in the U.S., we give up our privacy for convenience. Um, and, and it is routinely true. Try to do anything without coughing up your Social Security number, which technically you only have to give to the IRS. Um, so if we take that thought forward, but if we go overseas, and when I was researching the book, you find that in the first place, Google has a much more dominance of the marketplace. Um, most of the countries in Europe, it's 95 to 98 percent of the search market is Google. Um, so it's comes the brand already has a different view there because it is a near monopoly. And then the particularly in European countries, um, the privacy issue is much, much greater. They, there was a time, I think it was 2009, when um, the German government was actually trying to form some legislation that would prevent Google Analytics from being used because it was exporting data, and there was a law against exporting data from Germany. It didn't go anywhere, but these are the issues that it's, it's facing around the world. Funnily enough, Canada's got exactly the same law, so anybody using Google Analytics on Canadian website is breaking their law. Indeed. So, what does that say about the brand? You know, in in terms of a, a brand equity, if, if is Google the brand that everybody loves to hate now? Personally, I think it's Facebook now. And and I think what happens is that who and there was a time, Mel, when it was Microsoft. You know, and I think it's whoever has the most con, most control of your your data and your life is the one you hate. Once upon a time, it was IBM. You know, and and I think it's. Just just sort of rolled through Google and rolled into now Facebook as, as far as who is the most invasive. But somebody once said, and if you can remember who, um, there is no privacy on the internet, get over it. Was that Larry Ellison? Was that who said that? So uh, I'd like to finish up with, uh, with another idea then. If, 
what Google is doing is is personalizing search, and and it's that's changing the the ground an awful lot for for us. It's moving from uh, from from uh, contextual um, results to um, personalized storytelling results. You know, guessing what you're going to do next, predicting your future, really. Um, but it's very much tailored around you. It's the daily the daily you or the daily me. Um, does that mean? And you were talking about research in particular when you're researching an unusual topic, and uh, and and then you were talking about you know, your best ideas coming out of left field then, Greg. Does that mean that there's um, a growing market that perhaps didn't exist before for a non-personalized search like DuckDuckGo, for example, um, where you take out and strip out that personalization, make it more research-focused, perhaps, or Wolfram Alpha? Um, is, there, is there mileage there and a market there, not for, not for a, a, a something to, to compete with Google, but for a, for a non-personalized search experience? Do you think there's something in that? Not if you can turn off personalised search for Google and just use, you know, a few set of Boolean search terms. Haven't they got it all? Well, turning off personalised search for Google is harder than you think. I mean, you can put and PWS equals zero onto a search for a search um, thing, and it takes out a few results. But I'm not entirely convinced that you know search now in Google is such a holistic experience that it's getting harder and harder, and it's going to be more and more impossible to turn out to to, to, to switch off personalisation. And I, and your average user doesn't know how to do that. And that's great because there are some clients who don't understand that because they find their company ranked number one it's only because they're doing the search yes okay so your your seo strategy is well let them do a few searches and then just go home for a cup of tea and they'll look good every time hey whatever works i mean thank you google for making our life harder that just made it easier so uh so what do you think do you think there's a room in the market for another search engine I'm not so sure, just because of the market dominance of Google around the world, um, that there is room for another search engine. I think there are always ways to unpersonalize, depersonalize your search using proxy servers. I mean, for instance, when we're doing searches for international work and we need Spanish searches done in Mexico, we can't do them from Reykjavik or Portland, Oregon. We have to do them on a proxy server in Mexico. Um, So I think there might be more of a market for that. But to go back to the issue of how this all affects us, you know, we have always been able to figure out how to Okay, I'll use the word exploit the media to um, to benefit our customers. I mean, that is the nature of marketing. It has been the nature of marketing since Moses came down and said, look what God gave me, you know? And so I think that we will always find ways to work within these new systems, but we just have to get clever and clever about it. And the days of simple, easy, free, on-page SEO are, like, gone. Okay, I think we've got to the end of our time. So Greg Jarbo, Mel Carson, and Kennedy, thank you very much. I'm Dixon Jones. This has been Search Kingdom. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. 
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.